Hello, hello, all of you beautiful beings, and welcome or welcome back to my podcast, The Drop with Kaziah. It is so good to be talking to you all again, being back live and in stereo. I'm in a different environment today. I'm outside. It's rainy, and I honestly love this weather. So, I thought you all would appreciate it if you all could hear the rain sounds like I can. So, today's cast episode is honestly a really heavy topic for me because it's really personal. And it's not really something that I've really been open about sharing, but... I know I need to be more open about it so I can understand myself better and help other people better understand me and maybe things about themselves. So the title of today's episode is called The Unrepresented and I'm just going to be talking about a group of people within a group of people really and that group of people is black people, more specifically black women, um, when it comes to the autism spectrum. You know, it's it's kind of weird how little representation black women have, like, in that data, but it's not, like, it's weird But it's not surprising (laughs) because, you know, we as black people, especially women, we've always been expected to be, you know, mentally strong. You know, men are physically strong. Women are expected to be mentally strong. And it's just like there's never a moment when we could falter. So getting help about topics like mental health and talking about things like anxiety and depression wasn't really a big thing that was done in the past. So going forward, I think it's important that we start to have representation of black women within the autism spectrum. Because here recently, within like the end of last year to now, I've come to discover that I myself am also on that spectrum. It's been a really, really <laughs> weird, exciting, scary roller coaster. But being able to understand something like that about myself helped me understand my why. You know, it helped me better understand who I am and why I am. And I say why I am because a lot of the times I would do things and people would ask me, like, why do you do that? Like, what does that do for you? And I honestly would not have an answer. So I would find myself just kind of scrounging for the most socially acceptable answer I could think of and giving them that and hoping we can end the conversation there. But, you know, what I've come to realize is that it was nothing more than me being on the autism spectrum. 
Um, growing up in middle school, I always liked to fidget. I I got upset <laughs> at the fact that lights were so bright. I would get so irritated at people for making unnecessarily loud noises. And people would just tell me like, oh my gosh, calm down. Why are you so upset? And 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 honestly... At the time, I didn't understand why I was upset. I didn't understand that those things were overstimulating me. I didn't understand it. Um, Even down to not really understanding whenever I'm being (laughs) rude to somebody. Like, in my mind, I would think I'm just talking normal. I'm being, you know, just giving advice or just having a conversation. But on the outside, people will receive it as really rude. And whenever they would say something to me, I would be kind of taken aback because, you know, in my mind, I would know I'm not meaning to be rude. I'm not meaning to be disrespectful. But that's not how they're receiving it. I had to understand that my tone would throw people off. So even trying to get that under control and kind of not not just like under control but just kind of be more aware of it helped me better communicate with people and it's just I wouldn't have known that I even needed to be aware of these things had I not been made aware of the fact that Autism looks different in different people. You know, if somebody's only studied one version of something, seeing a different version of it would obviously look like that can't be it. You would have no choice but to be like, okay, well, that's definitely not it. Because based on everything that we've gathered before and everything that I've seen in somebody on the autism spectrum before that's not the same so that can't be what it is that's completely absurd and I just honestly want to break that barrier because it's insane how many black women how many black people go throughout their lives on the autism spectrum but they're undiagnosed understanding that I have autism has honestly helped me not feel like I was weird (laughs) because that's honestly what I would feel like um because you know you have conversations with your friends and I ask them like do you all have a constant track in your head is there a playlist going on in your head and they would just be like no (laughs) and I'll be like what do you mean (laughs) like what what do you mean what do you mean no What do you mean that I'm the only person in this room right now that has music constantly playing? Not understanding that that's just how my brain works and that's just how I soothe myself. Even down to, you know, me mimicking people or me um, even saying things like period, you know, playing in my hair constantly moving um it's just those are all stems and 
in a white person, you know, saying period or constantly dancing or something like that or moving around is not something that they would do. So I could understand how, you know, chats with my therapist, they they wouldn't really think about autism too quick. And honestly, because I'm really smart. And I don't say that to, like, make myself seem better than people who, you know, are are nonverbal. But it's just people usually associate autism with, you know, nonverbal. You don't really have control over your motor skills. You need a lot of extra help. You know, people, we don't really associate autism with people that look fine on the surface. But, you know, they have a constant playlist going on in their head or they or they are overly obsessed with people and their feelings and every little small detail about everyone to the fact to where if one small thing changes, it feels like your mind's crashing down. Like, for example, yesterday I was hanging out with some of my friends and I was with them pretty much the majority of the day because they were they were letting me use their dryer because ours is broken. Shout out to you guys. You know who you are. And, um, you know, we were just chilling. It was I was actually vibing. We were having a good conversation, listening to some good music. And yeah, but it's like eventually a new person walked in. And I instantly started to feel so trapped. So at first, I just tried to, you know, not, you know, I just tried to be in my phone. That's also another one of my soothing mechanisms to just scroll absentmindedly through my phone, not even really be paying attention to what I'm reading, just the sensation of scrolling. It it soothes me. So I try to do that. You know, to make myself not seem like I was doing anything extra. But that wasn't working. So then I tried bouncing my leg. And that wasn't working. So then I tried um, playing with my hair. And that wasn't working. And once I start playing with my hair and that doesn't work, I really start going into panic mode. Because then... At the next one, the next way to soothe myself would be to hum a tune in my head or hum a tune out loud or start dancing or start moving around because those things calm me. But it's like the situation we were in, I didn't really know this person. So I honestly didn't want them to look at me as weird. So I was like struggling internally. But then I was just like, forget it. I'm letting my freak flag fly. I don't have time to be worried about other people. I just need to focus on me. So, you know, I, I, I was just like, okay. So then I started humming and things, and that still wasn't working. So then I just had to come to the conclusion with, okay, this new person, this change of the energy is kind of a little bit too much for me to handle right now. So what I did was I left, and... I could to them like on the outside looking in you're not in my head I could see 
me leaving just looking like I was upset someone else came so I just left but in reality I just got really really overwhelmed so the only thing that I could do to calm myself down was to leave so I could be by myself and get my thoughts together I didn't really know what else to do and once I did leave I felt a lot better you know a couple years ago I probably just would have driven myself crazy feeling uncomfortable being in that situation but it's like now with me being aware and actually wanting to cater to my mind and my needs I knew that I the best thing for me to do in that situation would be to leave and like waking up this morning today it was I was able to calm myself down I was able to get back you know just my center just finding me again because I was so encapsulated by everything else around me and I'm not I'm not like (laughs) saying all this to like makes anyone feel bad for me or anything I'm really saying it because I'm praying that me being open about my experiences would let someone else start to become more open about theirs or start to even think about a possibility of there being something else wrong with you than just your therapist telling you oh you have anxiety oh you have depression oh you have OCD like no it is possible for people I hate the term I'm just gonna say normal (laughs) people who appear to be normal to have autism is completely possible and I think we need to start getting representation of people who are looked at as normal and that's in air quotes um to speak about their experiences being on the spectrum how they realized they were on it and if a therapist even was helpful in them acknowledging it because in my experience my therapist wasn't really helpful um if anything my therapist was telling me There's no, like, essentially, they told me there's no way someone as smart as you could be autistic. Like, (laughs) and that was honestly, like, a real slap in the face. But once I started doing my own research on my own, I kind of was aware that, you know, it's completely possible for someone like me to be autistic or to have autistic traits. It's not abnormal in the slightest. Because ultimately, all it means is that you process things differently. Your brain works a little bit differently. And there's honestly nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, when people call me weird now, I just just say thank you. Because, yes, I am weird. And, yes, I acknowledge that. It's like, I am not going to make myself feel bad for not being like everyone else. Because truthfully, if I was like everyone else, 
life would be so boring. <laughs> so with all that being said, I hope you all got something from this. Got a little bit of courage, a little bit of understanding, a little bit of drive to go out and do a little bit more research on things you might not have known before. Um, as always, you are enough. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are worthy. It's just you are. <laughs> you are love at its core. Just know that. Go forth and live your life knowing that. As always, I pray you all have a wonderful night and a beautiful tomorrow. And I thank you so much for existing. Bye, guys.